Yeah, yeah, I'll send a tweet now. Blend is rubbish. Watch what happens, <laughs> right? <laughs> it all needs to go. I, I, in fact, I will be in the same... I'll be with Trump if I put that in on Twitter right now. I, I'll be blocked. I'll be gone. I'll be done. Welcome to the Grafters Podcast. Brilliant. Right then, and we're in. Evening, Gary. Evening, John. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm I'm not not doing too badly. I've had a funny working day today. It's been a bit all over the place, a bit all odds and sods, but that's worked out quite well because it meant I got enough things done that I was able to clear the decks for this this evening without worrying about what I got to do tomorrow. And then I remembered I'm not working tomorrow. Tis a nice. How do you do it? What, I'll tell you what, it's off. very. You don't yeah, work in education. <laughs> what's been happening in the last two weeks? Obviously, we had Adam on last week. Uh, yes. Last two weeks, I suppose we're two weeks away. We're a bit behind, yes. We're a little bit behind. Oh, you got a little behind. <laughs> well, I'd rather have a little behind than what you've got. Oh, oh you cheeky ass! <laughs> or is that what you've got? Aha! Boom, boom. Sorry. So, um, I'll just keep drinking quietly. The the yeah, we've got the beers going tonight, so we do apologise if it goes a little left field. I think we left it on cycles X last week. Cycles yeah. X, yes, X. seven times, seven times faster. Now, obviously, a lot of stuff's come out in in the last two weeks. There's been there's been quite a bit of buzzing about it. That was All looking sorts. pretty good. Yeah, everyone seems looking. to be happy with it. Uh, so, and I've, I'll be honest with you, I don't. I, as you are very well aware, I do not download and use software until it's past the sort of like beta stage because I love it, but I don't like to open it and fuck around with things and then start to realise that I just want to use that and it's going to fall over on me. However, saying that, I downloaded Cycles 3, the alpha, had a play, and almost pooed my pants with joy. But I've had to get rid of it because it's just too much like fun uh, when there are other things that I need to be doing in Blender. Uh, like getting things into Unreal. Yeah, well, yeah, and I hear Adam was pretty useful with that as well, giving you a few pointers. It was, actually. It, it Actually, it did help quite a bit. Uh, but again, I thank God for the community out there. Um, yeah. You know, it's it's staggering uh, what... <laughs> Oh, it's just amazing. And the more you spend time doing cinematics in Unreal, and that's mainly the main reason that I'm I'm being championed to learn it. Not just me, actually. Uh, some of the other guys that I work with, in fact, most of the guys I work with, uh, are sticking their heads in the in the Unreal area. Uh, and I'm just constantly staggered by, A, the community, B, what they generate, and see what you actually can accomplish with this stuff. It's amazing. It's absolutely incredible. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Having far too much fun. Far too much. Yes. Um, I have, as a, a bonus this week as well, I have done my uh, Grafters intro. Oh. So, so it's uh, on the website. Finally. Uh, probably 100 words longer than you wanted me to be, but <laughs> I, I, I don't talk long. I don't talk for much, do I? Mate, there's so little content on that site at the moment. I mean, there's like so little content on that site at the minute. It's fine. To bring in our mystery guest for <laughs> second yes. week running. Oh, it's good. It's good stuff, this guest, Malarkey. <laughs> so I'd like to, uh, well, I, I suppose we don't really need to introduce him. He can introduce himself. That's better. But <clears throat> what I would say you is... You can say hello, um, though. Yeah, you can say hello. Hello. Hello! Hey, hey, hey. 
I've just been sitting at the back, just listening. That's all. Just wait. Just waiting. <laughs> at times, looking like he was wetting himself. To be uh, fair, yeah, yes. yeah, pretty much. Well, that's a good sign. Don't we'll edit all the funny bits out. We'll just leave. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just swore. Got to stop doing that. I was wanting to bring this guest in because they are the current uh, Grad Scene Games FE College winners. Are they? That's correct. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank, thanks, John. Yeah, thank you for that. <laughs> so, who are you? And <laughs> so, uh, I'm Matt Wilson, and I'm from. Uh, uh, Oh my god! It sounds like um, blind date. I'm I'm Matt Wilson. I'm from uh, from Liverpool, and I'm, and I'm looking you know, for love. <laughs> and I'm looking for love. No, uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm Matt Wilson, and I uh, I'm from the from the Wirral, just outside of Liverpool, mm. and I work for a college in Warrington, uh, Priestley College, and I run a, a level three uh, games design course uh, that I've been running for a little bit over eight years, probably probably more closer to nine years now. Um, so I started it off at the college um, and built it up over that period of time into a point that it is now. And like uh, like John so nicely put it, or said, uh, we just recently won uh, the Grads and Games uh, College, FE College um, of the Year for, for Games. Which is a, which is a really nice uh, nice award, obviously because it, it's it's focused around games and it's voted for by the students and judged by people in the in the industry. So it's a it's a it's a it's a really nice award. Um, so yeah, that that's really the, that's basically. I think the thing is as well, Matt. You're you're also quite outspoken about uh, education and FE FE not being taken as seriously as it. Should be. Yeah, that... I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to dig right in and rip the scab straight off oh. this one. We might as well get straight on it. Yeah, I'm the, I'm, I'm the annoying one that kind of keeps on coming back at it and keeps on nagging about it. Um, John, John, you know, riles me up quite a bit, but um, I am, t- I tend to be the one that is car- carries on uh, chomping at the ankles when all the. Uh, all these people in university and studios want to talk about how good they are and don't want to talk about Effie. Um, I'm, I'm, the, I'm yeah. one of those ones that are kind of like, well, hey, do you know, we exist. We do. And, and what I would say as well is, <clears throat> with the help of people like Matt, we've been able to, I think, redefine what we mean when we say talent pipeline. Oh, God, and not yeah. just thinking about the words talent pipeline starting at university. Yeah. It actually starts much further downstream. Yeah. yeah. And I think, to be fair, that is the key. We, I think FE colleges currently are the key to diversity for the games industry, and it's something that they need to pick up on. Well, quick. it's it's it, it, that that's the word, isn't it? It's the diversity, and and I think when we, you know, there's there's a massive buzzword around diversity. So universities love to jump on that, and industry love to jump on that, and they seem to have their their loudest voices. So you know it. it, it it, it becomes quite difficult for colleges to to kind of uh, get their their voices heard. And here's the thing, I you know, there's a misconception about my view about it. It's like I'm I'm not a uni hater. I don't hate university. I I I, I you know I went to university and I absolutely loved it. And I send you know pretty much 
you know, 98% of my students will go to university every year and I do a job, I feel like I do a good job in helping them pick the right ones and, and this and the other. And so I'm not a, a university hater. I like, like there's, there's the higher education there. I just don't like um, the way that FE is kind of, it's, it's just not recognised as much as it should be. And it's not utilised the way that it should be. And like John says, no. it's it's the grassroots, isn't it? I mean, it's mm. where it starts. It's like yeah. well, in September on day one when our students come into the into the classroom, it's like you say to them, it's like this is where it begins. This is where your journey begins. This is where it properly starts. If you want to get into games, if you want to get into visual effects, if you want to get into that creative digital creative industry, right? This is where it starts. It didn't start at school. It starts here now. This is where you're really going to learn about it. And and from this journey, it goes. Yeah, and to be honest, Gary, that's what Adam was saying in the last podcast, wasn't it? I mean, obviously... Part and parcel. I mean, he did say that a, univers- he did say, you know, that a university degree was important. Yeah. yeah, but he said I scared the out of him. I, yeah, I, yeah right. he, he, he made a very good point. Like, and... Uh, you did it's a piece of paper you need yeah unfortunately it's a piece of paper that you need but you telling him at the start of his year that basically um some of you're not going to get jobs right some of you're just not going to get jobs if you want to do this you've got to be you've got to be dedicated and Mm. there's a lot of places that won't even consider thinking about saying that to their students and i think that's wrong it's like you've got to tell them this, if you allegedly, it, uh, allegedly, I did tell them. <laughs> yeah, I, I tell them. I don't remember it. <laughs> As an educator and uh, uh, somebody who's working on it, on it, on it, uh, on the last point of free education, right? So we're at the last point of free education. So our next job is to is to convince, because that's what we're doing. We're convincing them that they should go to university and spend. 30 plus thousand pounds right now here's the thing this and i say this all the time and it, it comes back in a lot of my arguments it's like okay you, you i've got no problem in people paying for their fees yes they're expensive right they are you know uh, but if it's an investment into uh, your future career and it's something that you want to do then you know go ahead and do it right but we're asked to push our kids down that route and it's kind of like, well, for some of those, for a lot of them, they're either going to drop out in the first year or they're going to drop out the second year. Or even if they do get through to the end year, right, they're probably not going to be good enough, all right, or they're not going to get a job. And by that time, they've just spent 30 plus thousand pounds a year. And they're thinking, why did I do that? Why have I spent all that money? What, what am I going to do now? Because I believed that this was right, I, you know, I was I was right. Now, for me, I like I I'm pretty straight with them when it comes to this time of year. Well, actually, September, you know, when they start the whole UCAS process, and constantly through the year, you know, it's a conversation. You need to have a straight and honest think about what you want to do. If you want to work in games, right, and you love it, and you are committed to it then go ahead and do it. But if you're not, it's going to be the most expensive piss-up of your life. <laughs> right? Can it be both, though, Matt? Can it, it be both? It can, 
because yes, just checking because mine was yeah mine was <laughs> I, 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 I repeated a year at uni right so oh, I, I did four years as well right I, I'm gonna break it yeah. I'm gonna break into the conversation I hate to oh. break flow but um I would like to actually ask Matt well tell us a bit more about your own education because I think Gary and I have have gone over ours in our previous podcasts so more than how, did, how did how did how did Matt get to where he is oh, yes. and uh any of Matt's students listening into the podcast, and we do hope you are, uh, pin your ears back because uh, don't follow what Sir did. Where does it start? Right, I sucked in school, hated school. I come yeah. out of school with three GCSEs. Uh, one of those was art. One of those was resistant materials, right? Um, it was resisting arrest. <laughs> resisting arrest. Uh, they, they, the school didn't want me to stay on and do A-levels, obviously, because of... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't have enough to do A levels and they didn't really want me to stay on and repeat either. So I yeah uh, always had it drilled into me, get a trade, always have a trade, get a trade, right? I've I've come from that generation and I don't think that's that that's said much anymore, but my, my dad, my granddad, they were all like, get yeah. a trade, get a trade, you can always fall back on a trade. And I was yeah, I was a I was a plumber, plumber's apprentice. Exactly right. So mm. it was I I trained as a chef. There you hey. go. My brother-in-law, yep. he's a chef. Um, it's trade. He can drop back on it. So I went to the local college and uh, signed up for engineering because I, I liked I liked fixing things. I liked using my hands. And I did the, an engineering course and I started like right at the bottom, level two, MVQ, that sort of thing. And, mm. and then they were doing the apprenticeship stuff. And so that kind of... Um, I wasn't happy with that because the... I was getting paid more doing my part-time job than apprenticeships was getting paid because you were at that time you could get paid like one pound fifty an hour as an apprentice and I was like I'm not mm. doing that I'm not brushing round after some knucklehead right so I'm not doing that and I stayed on at college right up through to like uh, like an advanced diploma type type course basically and then uh, the local company was looking for an apprentice and they were paying better. Like a lot better, mm. so I think it was some like four fifty an hour, and I was like, "Oh, I'm going for that one. Oh. I love that one." So, um, so I got the job, and and I did my apprenticeship, and I worked there for about four years as a uh, a mechanical design engineer, and I loved it. It was really really good. Oh, wow. And then uh, what it was is I wanted to go into the design office. I wanted to do CAD. I really I loved the CAD uh, stuff in in uh, in college. It was like Autodesk. Right, it was boss. Oh, yeah. oh, I just love it. I got a laptop as well. I bought a laptop, and it was brilliant. It was the first computer that we had in the house as well. So Mum went mad because she saw me plugging it into the uh, <laughs> into Telephone. the phone line, and she was just like went absolute nuts. Anyway, so we, uh, so yeah, we we you know I, I did my apprenticeship, and I wanted to go into the drawing office, but that wasn't an option. So I decided I might go to university, and this is where it gets a bit bit daft. So I'm flicking through an, a, 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 a prospectus. That's when, you know, you used to have the book prospectuses that you used to get. So I'm flicking through Love those. Uh, we still do, I think. We still do have them. Do we, still did he still send them out? Yeah. Um, yeah, we still send ours out. I binned all mine out of my classroom and they were like uh, about five years old, the ones in my classroom. So just got rid of those. Wow. And um, so uh, it flicked onto teaching design technology, right? A page flicked on. Mm. And I was with my, my girlfriend at the time, and she was like, huh? And I was like, oh, wouldn't that be funny? Oh, and then I'd get a job at my old school, and I'd just be like, eh. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> a 
And she's like, yeah, yeah. She go, and I was like, do you know what? I'm going to go for it. And she's like, yeah, yeah. So one of my choices, right, was for this, like, teaching. And I got an interview. <laughs> and I was like, what? I've got no GCSEs. How's that work? Uh, Labour government, they let anybody in, into uni at this point, right? So What year was this, by the way, sorry? So this would have been 2003. Yeah, right, okay. they were letting them all in, right? So It was, sec- <laughs> it was, it was the second semester of uh, Blair and Brown. Yeah, it was like, semester of love. everyone's yeah. going to uni. I'm like, yes! So um, so I, so they, I had to go and do like a, a, a maths and English uh, exam, which obviously, you know, I failed at GCSE, so this was going to be interesting. But funny enough, I, I must have done really well because um, in the time that I've been at college, I'd obviously written a bit more and my maths were a lot better because I was doing like mechanical maths and all that kind of stuff. So that was all sort of really good. And uh, and I kind of blagged it in the in- interview. They kind of liked me. So they said, yeah, yeah, we'll take you on. And then what I realised was, <laughs> also realised at the time, it wasn't just sort of design technology. It was primary education and secondary education with the specialism. Oh, that's good. So I was like, okay. So not only was I going to go and teach it, like design technology, I could go and teach primary school, which ended up being my first job. Excellent. So I was I was a primary school teacher for, for, for a year, and uh, that was awful. I hated it and nearly give it up. That's a shame because you would have been one of the you would have been the rarity because most of them are women. Exactly right. So I was in a school yeah. where I was the only male except for the head, right? Mm. And it was just like, and the deputy head at the time was like, if you do really well, because they were my last, uh, they were the place that I, la- I worked uh, last on a placement, and they mm. liked me and they said, look, we, we need somebody. Like and if Who's you, male. yeah, well, basically, yeah. And they yeah. said we we'll we'll take you on as soon as you're available to to start work. You have to do an interview, so I had to do an interview, obviously, and all that kind of stuff. And it, it's a bit like getting a games lecturer that can actually do three D. Yeah, you take them, you just take them instantly. <laughs> exactly. So I was just like, well, you fitted in all right for so far. You know what you're doing, so let's let's crack on with it. Um, but I was like a I was like a swan, right? So I was like. <laughs> <laughs> I was like I graceful mean. but underneath the water my legs were going like this because it was just all paperwork and it was just like insane it was just ridiculous I think, you're more, I think you've got more of a look of the rubber duck off of Convoy well do you know I just thought of myself as like a nice <laughs> elegant, this is rubber like, duck nice elegant swan but yeah alright duck will do <laughs> I, I, actually Matt I do I do prefer your uh, your analogy because it is the one that I always use yeah, thanks and it's just like you know just John being a bit a bit arsy about that. anyway yeah well so, it's just John being John so then so then uh, I, I left I left that job after about 12 months and um, mm. I I got a supply job at the college I know I'm really long this is long winded it's probably really no it's, it's cracking really don't sorry. worry we're going to cut out the middle of it oh don't worry. my god it's just terrible isn't it you told you got not the it. rubber duck not the rubber duck <laughs> I got a supply job in the college and I, I was just teaching everything so I was teaching photography I was teaching foundation art I was teaching design tech I was teaching graphics and this that and the other and I just felt like so I it's mean, all relatable though it's not just like random yeah, teaching English French German you know, yeah, not, it's all it, relatable it was all relatable stuff. It was kind of like I was I was mainly teaching like product design, but it, I got dropped onto other courses. Our place they kind of do that. They kind of mm. have you teaching a lot of different things. And it, after a couple, after about two years of working there, I was like, do you know what? We need we need something. 
fresh, we need something new. And I, I, I kind of, I went on a training course uh, and blagged this training course. Um, I, it was a, a 3DS Max training course. And when I got there, it was the only one there. So I got like <laughs> three days with one guy just teaching me Max. And I was like, that's ace. brilliant. And yeah. he, so he basically said, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to basically put together a games course. Can you teach me as much as I need to know in the time that we've got so that I can at least have an idea of stuff for games? Mm. And bearing in mind, my only experience of games was my Xbox at this point, right? So, like, it, the idea in the back of my mind was kind of like, this would be really cool to do if I ran a games course because it'd be like we could make some games and play games and like no one will know anything about it and we'll just have a great time. <laughs> and and that was kind of like, and it, I mean, just breaking in here, Matt. Um, one one of the things that that obviously Gary and I, the reason we ended up with the Grafters podcast is because. All our lives, all we've done is just graft everything yeah. we've worked at. Yeah, we've, and also we, you know, we no- use graphs, <laughs> hence, hence the spelling. <laughs> I'm in the I'm in the flipping graph editor most of my days, either in After Effects or Maya or Blender yeah. or or even and now it's I mean in Resolve I'm using ready graphs. Well, I might as well be just like shifting things. Constantly animating curves. It's just, it's just. I mean, that is it. It's, that is it. That is life, isn't it? It's, it's. Life's curves. a graph. Life it, it's a graph. is a graph. And then you marry one. Yeah, grafty. I married. I'm. I married a lady. I didn't marry a graph. <laughs> At least I hope so, because she did say, "I'm a lady." Could be wrong. Could be wrong there. But what I was gonna, what I was gonna say there, Gary, was, uh, you know, Matt came from a completely left field approach to to wanting to make games yeah yeah and if you go if you go back to the days of the old code masters and everything else no one had a scooby-doo how to make a game I matt know, was no essentially idea. just i matt worked just for a, a couple of those firms <laughs> matt was just late to the bloody party that's all matt was he was he was just 20 years 20 years too late to yeah. the boom of the zx spectrum that's all it was i, I honestly i and, i had zero idea what i was doing at the time and it well no you did you had an idea you wanted to make some games yeah that was the idea and play some games i didn't, that's, that's I didn't the idea. really know how i was gonna do it i just knew that i could put together a load of units and a load of projects and i got an, i got a few members of staff that was kind of into the idea and and stuff like that and and, and we kind of put cobbled together a course and i kind of made it believable that the the they invested in it, but the thing is, Matt, when I was when I, when when I was selling the uh, the Alias Wavefront software back in the in the nineties, nobody nobody knew how to use it. But they, but they, they knew they, they kind of knew what it could do, or, or they had an idea of what it could do, and they wanted to, to I, get there. I, th- I think there were I think there were some people who knew it incredibly well. There were some people who knew it slightly okay, and there were other people who found. They could use one part of it quite well and didn't know the rest. Yeah. Ironically, ironically, it's the latter who are the ones who basically made everything else work because they just compartmentalise themselves during the business, and that's happened in both games and TV and film. Mm. So you you just have specialism, which we never had at the beginning. It was just a matter of everybody was just 
thrown into the mix and you do absolutely every single part of it. Whatever shot you're working on, you basically, you modeled it. You If you if you get a model of somebody else, great, but you modeled it, you animated it, you shaded it, you lit it and you rendered it. And sometimes you even got to the point where you are actually one of the compers as well. So I think yeah, it's a different, it's a different ball game. I, I think for us, if the first two years of the course, the, the students defined what we were, what was going to happen. Like the first year was very. That arty. sounds clever. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> well, it, it, that, that honestly it, sounds like per- perfection. Yeah, but mm. it, it 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 had to find a ba- it had to find a balance, and it and it worked because what we got in the first year, I looked at it and I was like, okay, this was kind of what I had in mind. But we're not making games. We're not. We, yeah. We'd started to play. We'd we started out in Unity. Uh, we've only just yeah. moved over to Unreal, but we we'd, we'd use Unity Ooh, we'll right up that. until this we'll year. And mm. uh, and and I've got views about that. Um, but yeah, but well, we're gonna. Have yeah. to. We'll come back to that. Uh, don't you worry. Um, and 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 <laughs> but it didn't really. There, there wasn't the confidence there in that first year. And so it was very sort of arty and very sort of illustration. And I was kind of like, I don't want to do an illustration. We've I've got art courses already in the department. Yeah. We've got graphics courses, yeah. and I was determined and. The, the people on the course that I was working on the course at the time, they were coming from graphics. And, yeah. and, I, and I was kind of like, look, this is not a replica of your course. This is something yeah, yeah. that has to be different. And if it's because you're worried that you don't know what you're doing, then you need to learn. Because I'm going home and I'm doing the same every night and I'm, I'm doing this at another and I don't want to do, I don't want another graphics course, for instance, right? It's like, this has got to be a games course. So we, so, you know, there was a bit of pulling and, and, and iffing and ahhing and a bit of grumbling. And then the next year we had our first couple of games out of it. And I was like, right, this is it. I know now that we can do it. It might not have been done right, but we had playables. And then every year after that, it was like, I want playables. And it was just refining everything in, in and, between and to be honest to be honest when i when i took over the games course at doncaster the first thing i did was bring unity in mm. and i said i want to i want interactive levels where we're not just rendering out a, a pretend version of a games level mm. i want to be able to run around it i want to be able to have collision data i want to see i want to see an interactive op- operable in the scene yeah. where i can actually interact with it yeah. and, and i want a sound object yeah all these things that we wanted I had no clue how to do because I was a games modeler, not a games programmer well, or or anything the, else. The, the the guy that was on the last podcast, uh, sorry, you forget his Adam. name, Adam, right? He said uh, <laughs> to his mate, didn't he? he said, uh, you know, his mate said to him, "Oh yeah, like oh, but if I want to get paid for it, I'm going to be a three D modeler, right?" And it was like, and I I I I totally sort of like agreed with that i was like yeah that's totally right we've got loads of art courses in our in our college right the different stages of art and this that, and the other and it's like and we've got graphics courses as well and it's like i didn't want that i didn't i, I, I wanted it was like if you want to go and do that that's fine you can go do that graphics you can go do that in fine art or whatever i wanted I, I really wanted it to be back to the point where we were we where it was about making games and it didn't matter if they were crap it was it, it was about sort of like this interactive aspect of it and it being just something completely different and from that point it, it kind of developed into it so I'm, I'm going to jump in there then what's the best project you've ever worked on then and why oh. i mean it could be you know something you've just worked on right the way back personal... when you first started it could be a personal could... thing yeah exactly personal thing whatever or, but... or it could be an educational thing so it could be literally 
something that you've instigated and it's been such a wonderful thing that you've done. My, ga- been my, game, ja- my game jams. I just love my game jams. Every year we do a game jam, right? So it's not an pro- individual project, but it's, it's, it's the actual idea of it. The game jams that we do every year. Can you explain to me exactly what that is? So basically my students will have a, a week, right? From yeah. Monday to Friday to make a game. I'll put them in a team. I usually pick the team as well, so they don't get to pick teams because I like to mess with the Reds a little bit. So I'll <laughs> I'll put them in into no. different teams and this, that, and the other, and yeah. uh, and I'll give them I'll give them a starting point, and then on the Monday they come, they generate some ideas, they will pitch them out to the team, to the groups, and then literally it's Monday, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday they'll do the game jam, and on a Friday morning they submit it right, and. And every well, the first time we did it, we had a guy coming, um, a guy coming help us. There's a guy called uh, uh, Joe Granger. He's a brilliant, brilliant game designer. He's, uh, he's more of a program. He works at Apple now, um, mm. but really, re- really good pr- uh, game designer. And he worked on uh, Alto's Odyssey, right? All right, yeah. Yeah, so he, he's he's amazing. I love I love that game. He, he's brilliant. Right? It's and, and his mate, his friend as well, um, Niall Taylor, used to work for Drawing Code, another brilliant designer, brilliant, brilliant guy. These are all students. Oh, we'll run you your game jam. But the thing is, you've got to understand that the chances are they're not going to make anything, right? They're just going to come up with ideas. Don't expect anything. And my students just absolutely blew it out of the park and they all made a game, right? And we've done that ever since. So every game jam mm. we've made games. The game jams are brilliant. Yeah. It's it's just undirected. It's 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 not it's not linked to you. It's Unix, unscripted unscripted, may- yeah, it's uns- unscripted it, mayhem that creates such positive outcomes. Oh, That's and, amazing. And, it, and it just shows their skill, man. Their skill comes out way more than just it's, a it's interesting. It's interesting because I, 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 I think about where you work, and I think about what the the, the college that uh, colleges that I work at, and I think the college at Doncaster is too big to get away with doing something like that. Mm. But the 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 other college, the smaller college, is is would be would have been ideal to do stuff like that. You know, a really close knit one. You know, a co- one group in one year, one group in another year. You bring them together. You have it as a bit of residential. And they've got the they've got uh, the campus would suit it as well because yeah. if you've ever been to the main campus where I work, it's obviously five stories. It's a big you know it's a big building. So what what would you do, Matt? What would you do? What would what would be the one thing you would advise your younger self about? If you could go all the way back. <laughs> one thing, Matt. One thing. One thing. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> do you know what? I'd have told myself to go and study games. Because I, I I've 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 loved every part of what what I've done over the last nine nine years or so, and getting to learn about learn about it, and um, I I'd, I love the subject more. I'd I'd really love to have been involved in the industry. I would have liked to have had that and do and do this at this as well, and what I'm doing mm. now. It would have made this that you... little bit easier. But then you know this time yet yeah, I could go. Go off and work in I industry. I, I, I mean, I know what you mean about you'd like to have worked in industry, mm. but um, I would point out you actually, you actually do work in industry because you're the beginning of the stream. And I, I know, I know, there's that. I know there's that. We we argue about that, and it, it is it, it, the, the thing I think with it, John, is more about sort of my experience. 
It's like mm. I don't want. It's not a violin point, <laughs> right? But I it might be. Like, I, it's been really hard. Like, it's been really, it's been really hard, man. Like, I've, like, you just don't know. You don't know. Like, nobody understands. I, I, did, the pain it to, I, feel. I did it to myself. You know, I was like, yeah, it would be really cool to run a games thing and not know anything about games to start off with was not a good idea. So, but I think just that experience as well, and because. When you're advising the kids, and which you know you, you I've been doing for so long, it's like I'm going off my gut and I'm going off stuff that I've read, and it and it I think it would be more believable and and add a bit more conviction to it if if I if I had that experience. Now it's different. Now I've got I've got students that come back and go, you sh- you need to listen to him. He's telling you. Well, you know when he's telling you 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 you're a knobhead and you shouldn't need to do more work and this that and the other. You need to listen to him because he's right. And, mm. and and I appreciate stuff like that. It, it's good. It's a good feeling. Um, Can I just say, Matt, on that score, that that I know a lot of people who uh, work in this in the industry that I work in. Obviously, I don't not so much. I'm not so much people in games these days. More people who work in telly and stuff. And and every single one of them always that they always say, oh, the students are coming out of the rubbish, they're really rubbish. And then I'll say, well, why don't you get in contact with the colleges and go in and do some teaching? And they're like, oh, no, 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 just go in, just go in, just knock on the door and say, you know, can I help out or something? Because I know for a fact the colleges would bite their damned hands off for people to just come in and do a lecture. Do you know what, do you know what, do you know what, Matt? Um, It's true. I I don't want to, I don't want to, I promise not to trigger Matt tonight. Uh, I really am trying hard. (laughs) I'm gritting teeth. I'm gritting teeth. But put him away. Put him away. Put him away. It, it does look like Gary's got the trigger button tonight. But sorry. What I, what, what I wanted, one of the things I was I was going to say, Matt, is um, it, obviously the 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 position I find myself in at the college, uh, which is quite quite away now, away from the the coal face of what you're facing day in day out. Ah, it's rum um, down the mine, lad. It's rum down. The mine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> can we have some more candles, sir? Um, <laughs> We've run out of canaries, they're all dead. <laughs> <laughs> so, one of the, but one of the things that, uh, that I really, that's really been one of my sort of like, tra- the things that I've been trying to sort of like nail down is something you just mentioned there, which is how do we get the, the staff in our educational institutions meaningful work shadowing or work experience or, or something? How do we do it? Because... Uh, you know, I've, I've I've tried to knock on the doors of some big companies. I've tried to knock on the doors of smaller companies. Uh, we've we've tried to bring in freelancers. We've tried all sorts of things, but nothing. While ever the staff member is in the building, or 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 sat somewhere, and they're not actually in the actual job yeah. itself, it's it's not real. And we just need to we need to figure out a way of doing that. And I mean, I, you know, I'd love to be able to wave a magic wand and give grants for sabbaticals and all sorts of things but it's just i i um a guy you will follow on uh, on 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 twitter you will kind of know uh works over in wales at one of the colleges in wales and they won the award last year right off grads and games and he's just won another award this year as a as a for for being a tutor and what he does as well and he, he's a really good guy he's uh robbie's name is um and oh, is that Rob Rob G? Yeah, Rob the, G. Uh, Rob G. That's right. Yeah. He put a comment up the other day, and he was criticising the fact that you know 
wouldn't it be great if FE tutors had the remission needed to learn? Uh, who who, who criticised it? He, he he put it up on his own on his own tweet. Um, oh right, yeah. And um, someone said something about uh, oh, you know, there's a college down in, in down south that gives time and this that, and the other. And I was like, don't even get me started because the the reality of it is right. They can't afford to let staff out to go on and 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 mm. and shadow uh, somebody in industry, right? That's that's just not going to happen, right? Um, they're not going to be able to do that. They they'd like to. I mean, I, I don't know about a, any other college, right? But if it's anything like what I've experienced over over so many years, it's like professional development wise is is kind of um, isn't focused on subject. It's focused mm. on a, a holistic college thing, so that time tends to be tends to be the issue. But it's very difficult to get opportunities like that to happen. Getting them yeah. in, getting industry into FE, right, has improved. I think that yeah. it has improved definitely. I'll tell you now. I think that COVID has had a, a, a positive impact. positive impact on that. Right, well, yeah. because they can come in without coming in. Because they can Correct. come in without coming in, but right, mm. you've got to take it, take your 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 wins there. Because what that's done actually is it shined a light on on FE a little bit. So those those studios have finally come and interacted with them and gone, well, hold on a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are pretty good. We can yeah. get them at seventeen, not twenty-one. So less now. Money. Yeah. So really, the knock-on effect of that should be that they should kind of want to come in and, and work a bit more with us. And I'd hope that that would be the way that it, it turns. Um, because before that point, it was it was non-existent. We didn't exist. Well, mm. when we're speaking about having no money, this, this leads us on to the next question quite well. So open source software, Matt. Open source software, do you use any? And if you do, what do you use it for? Um, I saw a shake of the head then. You're gonna get onto Blender, aren't you? <laughs> might be, might be. You, Did you, know you Blender free? lot. What's up with you all? You're just obsessed all the time. You put on my stream. It's like, oh, Blender's free. How right. do you know when somebody uses Blender? <laughs> right. Here's the question. Hang on, for you. Uh, Matt, Matt. Hang on. Hang on, Matt. Hang. Gary, who does he sound like? Does he sound like I used to talk? <laughs> he sounds exactly like you used to talk. He used to, honestly, Matt. Before you, hang on. Before you go on, Matt. He used to say. You're always banging on about this bloody blender. I said, "Well, it's actually really, really good." And he said, "And you know, and and in the course of learning it, you know, I'd find things in there that are just quicker to do than in other pieces of software. I know and fundamentally, it is. there are faster ways. And it's like, well, why not? You know, some, it's like as Adam said, as you probably, as you listened to earlier on, it's not about what software you use; it's about getting the job done. Yeah, right, exactly. And and the thing is, right, I, I'm not dis- dismissing. Blender, I know Blender's good. I, I, I've spoken to enough people that have tried it and played around with it, and I've seen what they can do with it. I do, mm. but do you know what the problem is with it at the minute? So you, I, I heard the me. book that that book was right. so fast. I haven't got time. Heard it. I haven't got time. Ain't got to, time to bleed. I ain't got time to bleed. I ain't got time to to swap over onto another modeling software over again. Like we moved over to Maya two years mm. ago. I move over to Blender. I couldn't move over to Blender, but I'm, I'm going to tell you this, Matt. I'm going to, I'm going to tell you this. I used I used Maya from its alpha stages. Same here. 
you know. Yeah. So we we were in there when all the bugs were in before it before it. I was in it when it was in five different pieces. You had to you had to close it down, move your model on, open up a new bit of, bit of the software. It was it was a, it was a weird time to be in 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 software dev back then, and you know I I, I the one thing that, I, that Gary and I both agree on, and I, and I'm going to tell you this now, and you're probably going to refute it, but then realize we're right eventually. The, Eventually, in about when fifty you, years, when you come to in, when you come to either install or open the products that you like to use, how many cups of coffee can you make? <laughs> Don't know, my, my, my laptop's pretty fast, mate. Uh, no, no, I'm not. not that's the thing. Is I know my my, my it takes that. like like two days to load up. I get that. <laughs> I get that. It takes forever. I mean, I've I've got I've got I'm, I work in Maya. And I use Blender personally. Occasionally, there's a crossover, but it's like there's. But mainly because if I, I just did a job recently, which was, and I can describe it, but I can't tell you what it was. But it was um, photographs that were basically brought to life, and the camera moved into them, and through them went some beautiful sort of like Tron-esque trails. And the client sent the artwork and said we want it in that, and I just went, yeah, no problem. And I opened up FSpy, which I'm, you may have heard of. Yep. No. You've, no. Oh, no, he's not heard of it. No. It's an education no. already. It's it's <laughs> unbelievable. It's it's one, basically you open up FSpy, you drop in a picture, you just go right that 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 corner, that corner, this corner, those angles, and so on, and it basically spits you out a camera with exactly the right focal length. And you can import it directly into Blender, which then ah. puts the image in a background plane. And then you, so if you look at, you you put a grid into this, in, into the area, into the middle of Blender, and it's just bloody perfect. Wow. I mean, it literally is a perfect match. Um, and then you just do UV projection onto the geometry, and you just pull it around and basically build the artwork. And then you can get any other camera, change your aspect ratio of your of your render to whatever you want, and fly your camera down this. And it takes. It literally takes no, no, no. Don't no. Don't worry about it. It's my next tutorial. <laughs> I've just, I've, I'll have a look at that. I've just got it up now. Yeah, I was yeah. going to big up Ian Huber, but no. Watch Gary's Gary's tutorial. I'm sure will be much more polished than I, Ian Huber. I don't, I don't know. I Did... recorded. I'm going to. I'm going to do it again tomorrow morning because I recorded it last night. I was so chuffed. It went so well, and then I realised an OBS had freezed at 13 minutes. I was like, no. Damn you! Damn you! Damn you, OBS. Um, I... free software as well, by the way. Free... I mean, free software-wise, right, I'll just say one thing about Blender because we could go on and on and on about it, right? The only reason... Yeah, yeah. There's a, one more reason why I don't... We, we won't go into Blender. When... Yeah. When... Yet. When the universities start using Blender more, right, then I'll do it. Because one of the things that I try and do with my students is I want them to be using what they're going to use next year. Yeah, I want them okay. to be ahead. If if universities start using Blender more, right, in which case industry will start using Blender more. And I know that old industry standard. I hate that term just as much as anybody else, right? I think yes. it's I think it's a load of bucks. But it, 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 people like to say it. People like to say it so that people will spend money on software mainly. Yeah. But that's that why they that, like that to works say in it. John's favour. Yeah. So. Um, it works in mine. Well, doesn't actually because I don't really did. Won't spend money, but um, mm. but that's why <laughs> at the minute. But most of the stuff that we use is free. All yep. right. Now, uh, except for ZBrush, 
and uh, we use airbrush so when you when you say free what do you mean it's free to you on an educational it's, basis it's free for educational and it's free for for students barring okay. one thing oh, uh, there is one more other thing as well uh 3d coat now oh yeah we use 3d coat because it's free for us but unfortunately it's not free for for students substance no. painter it's free for students but it's not free mm. for us because mm. it's owned by now adobe and they're a bunch of so they won't give you out for free will they don't well, cut cert- that. Cert- leave certainly that not going to give. <laughs> certainly not going to give you anything for free for now. Well, this is it. I don't care because I'm even to the point now that, like Photoshop, we don't use Photoshop anymore. We'll use the John? free free photo p. John, can you please ask him question seven? <laughs> well, I will. Let me just caveat though what he said about the universities because I think it's really important. I I had. I would say uh, a very robust discussion with our new VF, one of the new VFX uh, university lecturers, who is who is in industry. He's very he's very much still in industry. He works part time and he's a fantastic guy. And he was almost in my face on on uh, Teams, as as he could be in your face, arguing the point that students should be allowed to choose whatever software they want to use. So we should have every bit of software available. Yeah, that's why and most I, studios are employing people from abroad at the minute. Because they're coming out of universities without the necessary skills to get a job. Mm. I mean, it's yeah, all right. But, but what that, I would say, but it's so, not so right. I'm gonna, so, but what I'm going to say is, I'm going to ask question seven now, which is, what's more important then, skills or software? <laughs> I, I thought you'd like that one, John. It, I, I, I crept that one in today. I just thought, <laughs> you know what? Actually, what is the most important question on this whole bloody thing? Oh, yeah. Well, here's the thing. Ah, well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Right. You can use any piece of software. If you understand the fundamentals of it, you can swap in and out of any software, right? If you've got, if you, if you understand it and you know your craft, if you are good enough, if you've committed your time and you have studied hard enough and you know the fundamentals of how a 3D software works, how a game engine works, how a texturing software works, right? then you can use any software whatsoever. But that's not the point. That isn't the point in, in the whole argument of it. It's like there's a, there's a set out like pathway of getting to a point. Now, if you go and decide that you're going to use everything other than what's asked for, then you're going to find it more difficult later on. You just are. Whereas if you're using the, 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 the software that is in line with the pathway, to get mm. into into the job and into the standard, then it's going to be easier for you. If you decide that, do you know what? I'm not using any of those software. I'm going to go use like Blender and I'm going to use this and I'm going to use that and this and other. It, it doesn't necessarily do you masses of favours, right? Can I, can I? Can I say something, Matt? Is that, is that, just to interrupt. Sorry to be interrupting. No. I'm all interrupted tonight, and I'm just going to get there before John does. But I'm actually going to talk about one of John's ex, ex-clients, ex-students. Yeah. who um, basically was, when he went off to the university, tried to persuade the university to let him skip the first year. Oh. Because he'd spent, like, the last two years learning Maya and ZBrush. Do you remember this, John? Yep. Yeah. And then they said that, uh, no, you have to do the first year. And he said, but I've already done the first year over the last two years. Mm. So there's what's wrong we with, made say, them that an good. We made him that good. Yeah. 
So what's wrong with an FE college, for example, like your own or someone else yeah. saying, right, okay, yeah, I know that games predominantly use 3DS Max, but that's moved across now to Maya a lot more. Mm. Uh, obviously, because it's games, so you've got a choice of Unreal or Unity, yeah. and obviously you've gone from Unity to Unreal. Mm-hmm. Um, but there is no reason at all, because the, uni- the Blender Unreal pipeline is rock solid. Mm-hmm. And the Substance Blender pipeline rock is rock solid. solid. Mm. In fact, to such a degree that a lot of games firms are starting to move across to Blender. I mean, Ubisoft is a prime example of the reasons why Blender is a good thing to teach at FE. Mm. And I'll leave that with you. But that's just... You don't have have to cogitate and grind that one. No, I know. No, no. But the the, the whole point of the Grafters podcast, Matt, is why we have a beer when we're doing it. We're questioning things. Yeah, we, we, we sometimes get told... How it is? Matt well, then it comes back. To, it comes back around here. This is this is another aspect of maybe what we we talked about <laughs> earlier on. It's like it's involvement. It's like mm. FE have got no idea up until let's just say the last couple of years. A lot of a lot of FE have had very little involvement with the industry whatsoever. It's hearsay what we're doing and how we work it. In fact, yeah, in mean... fact, aspects of what we teach actually come from what we see being taught in university and the 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 uh some of the comments and some of the feedback given from industry is that in that's a lot of places in university not all university but some places in universities are not teaching the right content anyway so again it's about feed it trickling down that information trickling down and doing it if if blender becomes mainstream and starts being used a lot more in industry then yeah it should be being used a lot more in university and fe i i Mm. would quite happily move over to it but as it might for me on my course i know that like one, I've even got to start a whole new uh, training scheme of getting staff to the standard that need to be to teach it right to a certain point, uh, which is basically me and one on there. And then also it, it, it's making sure that the students have those skills and they're ready for when they go into to university. And if their courses are mainly using Maya, then I'm not doing them a justice. I need to, to keep them. Yeah. That, that's the thing. I mean, what, I, that's the way what, I look at it right now. It, um, what, yeah. what I would, what I would, one of the things I would say, Matt, is you know, by, by some of the statistics that are coming out of the downloads, and you know, now the analytics on websites are allowing for you know unique IP addresses to be tracked on numbers of downloads, yeah. number of installs, and everything else. They are reckoning there's between one and three million Blender users out there. Are you, are you, at, so, at some point, everyone some on Twitter point, uses Blender. <laughs> right. You everyone can, on Instagram also uses yeah, Blender. Yeah, I'll send a tweet now. Blender's rubbish. Watch what happens, <laughs> right? It'll go nuts. Oh, needs to go. I, I, in fact, I will be in the same. I'll be with Trump if I put that in on Twitter right now. I, I'll be blocked. I'll be gone. I'll be done. That's it. Done. That's not. That's not true. There are a lot of pe- there are a lot of people who try and destroy Maya on a daily basis. You do. I Maya, mean, and, and Maya most... destroys itself on a daily basis. Yes, exactly. <laughs> they are Maya users. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you know, the, the difference, I think, the only, the, the only difference literally between Blender and Maya, and I'm not talking on a technical level, I'm talking more on a community level, is that with Maya, you've got a lot of people who've been trained within an inch of their lives how to use it. Um, yeah. And then you've got a lot of people who uh, who basically with with... 
um, uh, with Blender have they're always asking questions. If you try yes. and contact Maya and get an answer, Autodesk. to get to get an answer, Autodesk. you've you got know, if you no try and contact Autodesk, you've got no chance. Yes, in fact, their and customer also, services uh, is almost as bad as Unity's. It's it's terrible. You I'll tell, tell you what. Give you uh, this is now. I'm not going to mention any names here, but because I think he listens to this. But there is someone that I know who actually had a serious problem uh, with something to do with uh, After Effects, and they were trying to get this thing to work, and it would not work. And they spoke to me and spoke to a few other people, and could not work out what it was. So they tried to get in contact with with Adobe, uh, got nowhere. Yeah. Went onto the website, uh, went through all the questions on the website again, got nowhere. Uh, put questions on their on their uh, support. Uh, contact support got nowhere. They then lambasted them on Twitter in 144 characters, including hashtagging Adobe in there. And um, that was when they finally got yeah. a response from them saying, That's how "Oh, we'll do, it. do you need some help with something? Yeah. What's wrong?" Yeah. yeah, they don't give a. They don't. These large. These, a lot of these large companies actually, and I know I'm basically lining myself, lining myself up for, for for being shot. But a lot of these large companies, they just their customer support is very, very lacking. Yeah, it's it's terrible. That's the nicest way I can put it without it, getting shot. It, it, it is it, it, it is bad. We are yeah. our experience of uh, uh, customer support with certain pieces of software has been pretty awful. That's a much better way of putting it. Yes, <laughs> I think it does get worse when you're actually in education. It gets even worse because we have to go to our own technical oh. support department, who then have to go on to. Their technical support department. It's like Chinese whispers. I tell you, just, actually, I will just... say, I will say one thing. I did, uh, I did some teaching over at Salford Uni because it's not far from where I am. Obviously, I did some work at Salford Uni, and really enjoyed it. And I was there doing some part-time stuff for several years, actually, about three or four years. And when they went into the new campus in Media City, of course, I work in Media City, so um, I'm, 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 I, it was dead easy for me to like say. Uh, I'm taking my lunch now when I was freelancing and I'd go and do a lecture for 45 minutes and come back. And um, there was uh, the the guy there, and this is the, it was amazing. I, I can't remember his name. I don't think he's there anymore. I think he actually works uh, in the industry now. But at the time, he was the most amazing technical support. He knew, he understood every piece of software. So when I said, someone's asked me a question about 3DS Max, he'd go, all right, what's the question? And he'd tell me, and I go, that's great. Can you just go over there and tell him, please? <laughs> no, it was, uh, yeah, it's just, honestly, it was like, you know, I, I, the points when I said, you should be up here, mate. Oh, no, 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 I mean, I, I would say this. When I, when I used to be technical support, first-line support for Maya, when uh, this, when we were still working for uh, Silicon Graphics, mm. that we were drilled so hard on ev- on all the things that broke so that we could be driving down the M1 and a client would ring up, a customer would ring up, and they'd be telling us, and we we would be visualising it on our own windscreen in the slow lane, and actually telling them, go up to the top right-hand corner, third column across, click, go down, and then, you know, and that's the way it was back then. Have you, you know, turned we, it on and off again? <laughs> but now, software has become so confusing yeah. at times, because they've, they've and we, we this is a bugbear of Gary's and I's, they 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 don't clean the code out on on versions of software, so yeah. it's just it's just it's just building on bad for for for, for want of a better there's word. A, Which there's is part a game of the reasons engine. why the architecture is so slow when you start it up. There's a game yeah. engine that's we, we we've used for quite a while. It become to the point where it, it, it just it it become unusable for us, right? And I I don't think it's all to do with them. I don't I don't actually like 
100% of the blame on them. I, I actually lay about 90% of the blame on them. But it, in education, the IT and the, and the network and how everything works is very, very different to obviously a studio or a company or, or anything like that. We've got so many things that we have to tick box in order for us to use certain certain pieces of software and it causes a lot of problems and and, and, and and we had a great deal of issues with that and to the point where it, it, every every year every update it was just it, it was just unusable to the point and 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 customer service wise it just wasn't there and the only way we could ever get a response it's like we'd email customer service Right, and bear in mind, we we've had it when we when you used to have to pay for it, mm. right? And and customer service even back then was terrible. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, we'll start, we've we we've, we've logged your problem. We'll be back in two two or three days." I can put it on Twitter and they're back in about an hour at the mm-hmm. at, at, at the latest, um, and they're giving me a code and 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 they, and they have to sort it out. So yeah, it, it is like that. And mm. I mean, on and and on the other hand, I. I I'd say that certainly when I worked in the industry that we prided ourselves on on the response times that we had. So one of the things that um, when we did the VFX Academy, we we paid for gold standard um, support, first line support. And and (laughs) one little money uh, crew. Can you turn it on and off again? No, no. So this 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 goes and I'm not going to mention the company. You can do your own work if you want. But I can send an email to their first line response team. And I will get an automated number to come back. And within five minutes, I've then got a solution coming up with several things that they're going to do. But because it's gold standard that they've got, they can remote into our entire system and they fix it for us. We don't even have to do anything. Yeah, but here's the thing with that, John, right? We don't have that kind of money. No, we and, were very lucky I know, in the way I, I, that we I, got the grant. Yeah, I get, I, but, I get that. But, but as, a, as a whole but what I'm saying board is, thing, it's... It, yeah, but, but what I'm saying is... You do your licensing by connecting to the internet. Yeah. yeah. So why can't they figure out the problem of that piece of software yeah. when it doesn't want to talk to the internet anymore or whatever it is that's happening? Are you sure they're not be talking a to a bunch of scammers in Mumbai have just basically broken your machine and stolen all your money? Yeah, pretty much. That's how it works. Is it, you know, as things become free, there's less of a concern to sort the problems out with your big customers, isn't it? especially if you're education. Um, I, I, I mean, what, well, one of the things with Blender, I think, is the community that drives that actually drives Blender. Yeah, because we're talking about is. Blender. Um, Tom, that, that's the one thing that goes for it. I mean, obviously, I'm uh, yes, I am a bit of a I'm, I'm a bit of a sadder when it comes geek. to Blender. Yes, I'm a Blender geek. That sounds better. I, yeah, actually, yes, I'm a Blender geek, and I was watching the not the most recent. Uh, virtual blender con but the interviews the one before that and the stuff that it, when ian hubert was talking about all his photo real stuff and that was absolutely superb oh, yeah. actually really really good but um ton rusendahl who's the guy who basically created the base software that became blender and he runs the he runs the whole organization the charitable organization that that that, that funds blender it is. and keeps it going yeah and um he was he said he was walking around um, I think it was. It wasn't. It was one of the bigger events. It wasn't FMX. It was. Seagraph. Um, I think it was either Seagraph or E3. It was one of the two. E3. And there was a bunch of. And obviously, this will be checked online. Someone else can check this online to be sure. But 
the fact was that he was being he was walking around and having a great time, really enjoying himself, didn't think he was being that obvious to people. And then he found himself constantly being attacked by students going, Oh my god, Ton, you're amazing. All of us are using your software. Uh, and he's like, What your, your your colleges are teaching you their software? And he goes, No, no. But we're just using it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's I think the difference with the blenders. I'm not I'm not no, I, no, at no. the end of the day, I will not say anything horrible about Maya I, I, stuff that I, I always I, say I'm horrible not, about Maya. I haven't got anything horrible to say about either one of them. They all do a job whether it's like what whatever you're into. And 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 I've got students that like blend blended that use blender, but I've I I have to say to them it's like look, for now this is what we're using and this is what I want to see you using. This is what I want to see you using because you can if you want to if you want to learn two at the same time, then go be it, but I would much prefer you to to master understand one and then play with the other, you know. Yeah, this is how we're going to prep, prep. What's it? But like, if so they came to me and I can use skills or software. Oh, that was that was that question that you asked. We're back. We haven't you haven't answered it yet. I'm, I'm just going to point out that we've probably cut out about two and a half hours of mad rambling <laughs> over this first question. Because he doesn't want to answer the question. I know. What's more important? I said, I, I thought I made a really good point at the beginning of this question, where it's less about sort of, I say skills. Yeah, I, I, I'll go skills. I think, I think that... Right, that's it. Edit point there, please. I say skills. No, <laughs> well, well, there's a lot of... Actually, but saying that, there was a lot of stuff that fundamentally was exactly correct in there. Yeah, yeah, said true. by you and me, not by Matt. But... You see, here's the thing. I, I don't like any of them. I like ZBrush. You see, I, I fundamentally hate ZBrush. I love it. I love, I love ZBrush. I hate I it. Do. I you, hate but it. you know I love, love ZBrush. It. I know, but I had, to, I had to build... I was working on... What was it? Young Dracula. And I'd just been brought in as a freelancer to work on the TV show. And I'd only looked at ZBrush very, very briefly. And I had to basically build a bat. Now I built the bat in as a low res inside of Maya. Then I brought in the OBJ uh, into ZBrush or ZBrush, whatever the bloody well call it. I call and, it ZBrush, but people really get shown. Well, it's, that's, it's just, it's just pathetic Americans. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, soft image, For, no, soft image. Soft, soft oh yeah. Image, don't, soft no, it's, it's soft image. It's French, right? Soft image. It, sorry. It was French. So, um, so yeah, so and I ended up having to texture and do all the displacements and all the finishing work on this bat in ZBrush. And it took me an absolute age. And then the I, they put in a license of Mudbox and I basically replicated the whole thing in about an hour. It's not, as good. It's, not as good, it's not as good. No, it's not as good. It's not as good for certain things, mm. but... But it's a proper three D environment, which is which ZBrush is not, oh. and that's what I found. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let's not Matt, rabbit. Let's not rabbit bring... all this. It's already twenty two minutes past nine. We, 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 we may <laughs> we may have to bring Matt back for the ZBrush debate. Okay, but that, that but that will be fine. I mean, I, I, we can probably we can probably get a, a quorum going. <laughs> I'm going to go into the quick fire round. Right. Uh, right. We love the quick fire round. Adam Adam bricked himself last time. But he did. Um, and uh, oh, right. stop rubbing your face. They're fundamentally the same and not the same questions. So, uh, favourite film of all time, Matt? Oh, eh. Uh, Roadhouse. Oh, ro- really? It's ace, isn't it? Great film. It's brilliant. I haven't seen that for years. Oh, that <laughs> go, kick. Go watch it. Oh, Download that it kick. Now. So good. Yeah. Fav- 
favorite VFX shot of all time? Uh, I know, I know which one you're gonna. No, ask. you don't. You don't. I don't know actually. I don't know. Oh my god, I don't know. No, stop Any, it. Don't do that. No, don't do that. no, no. Anything in 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 the latest Blade Runner because that film was just absolutely beautiful. That was just beautiful, stunningly beautiful. I, there must I'll have been one shot. There. There, there must have been one shot in that Blade Runner that that really blew you away. Come on, let's let's narrow it down. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. He's, he's... Was it the hands? The two pairs of hands on the back of the guy's head <laughs> when he when it was the woman when it was no. two women in the room with him. No, I think it was more the uh, the uh, when he flies into the city, you know, the, uh, and sees sees Harrison Ford for the first time when he flies into yeah. there. That that shot was just beautiful. That three D Harrison uh, Ford is incredible. Just, yeah, because he's obviously dead. Know, dead has been for ten days, <laughs> years, years even. <laughs> but I, I that that film on its own just is just an absolute beautiful piece of art to me. It's a shame that it's mm. such a terrible movie because it is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Mm. But mm. there you go. Great stuff. Right. Thank you. Uh, favorite YouTube channel? Um, Game Makers Toolkit. Really like it. Nice. It's it's informative. It's good. I use it all the time. I use it all the time. Excellent. Uh, work with or without music on? With, oh, with on. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, oh, 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 oh! Just to go back. Game Makers Toolkit. I'm wimpy. Yes. Yeah. Wimpy? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Totally. What, He's just what, done his new video as well. Came out what's today. What's Wimpy? The, the, Wimper, the new Wimperstag looks a beast. Yeah, yeah. See, Gary, I have told you about Wimpy. Have you? He d- yes, he does uh, He does car restorations. And he oh, does, uh, just like he's, him. He's the guy... His name's Alex Jarrett. If um, if anybody wants to uh, look him up on YouTube, well worth it because this is a guy who's probably living his life in front of the camera at the moment out in out in France, and uh, he's just one of the most amazing human beings I've ever I've ever had the privilege of sort of virtually knowing. And Alex, we will meet up. I promise you. If you're how do you, how'd you spell it? Wimpy is in the burger. What so? It's Wimpy Bro. Wimpy, Wimpy Brothers, Bros. yeah, yeah, Wimpy Bro. Yeah, Wimpy Bros. I just, right. it, it, it just resonates, it's really good. So, like, that's me, non-gaming one. I watch that quite a lot. Um, okay. But yeah. Just on the music, what music genre? Oh, I, I've got such a mixed bag, man. I've got all kinds. I, I'll listen from anything from country right up to, like, punk to Okay, then metal. let's narrow it down. What was, what was the last album you listened to? Uh, I was listening to Metallica today. Goof, nice. Yeah, we'll that. yeah that's why while I was marking Metallica. <laughs> marking to Metallica, bloody hell. That will be that. a spiky profile uh, on that mark sheet. Useless. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what Metallica have you uh, been listening to? <laughs> uh, the Metallica that was done by a rave band back in the 90s. <laughs> it was a remix. So, so Matt, uh, Unity or Unreal? Oh, Unreal all day long. All <laughs> day long it is substance o- or yeah, go on this is quick fire substance or quicksil mixer Ooh. oh how to split a nerve oh. <laughs> right that you can't oh do you know what i want mixer to just be i just want it to kill substance so have, you, have you seen the latest version yeah it's absolutely right 
you can't just have one weird answer on this. I'm sorry, John. You just, you no, just, no, you crack just on. Can't you can't carry on. Carry yeah, on. We can. It's quick fire. It's quick fire. Uh, it's quick fire questions, but we can extend the answers if we feel they're worthwhile. Yeah. But not too yeah. long, Matt, please. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Adobe Premiere or Resolve? Uh, pre- uh, Premiere. I've not used me. Resolve. I've not can used Resolve. The, can you read the question properly? I've not. Well, it says Adobe or Resolve. Yes. That makes no sense. I haven't no, used doesn't. Resolve. I know how to use Premiere. But if it was uh, other software other than Adobe, I'd choose the other software. This is the thing. Oh, so. You see, you've got apart from the fact that it's not a painting package. If you're opening it up, you've got um, a, a effects package. You've got Fusion built in. You've got Premiere built in, basically, which is the main NLE editor. You've got Fairlight, which is the equivalent of Audition, uh, and then you've got all the exporting capacity of Media Encoder, but better. Plus, it also works in Aces correctly. Which uh, Premiere does not, and yeah. nor does After Effects. I, so. I, I'm likely to use it. I'm likely to go over and have a look at it and use it. Somebody oh, yeah. else did mention it to me. Um, and quite also, recently. it's it's 250 quid for all of it. Myro Blender. <laughs> <laughs> Cinema 4D. <laughs> Lovely, awesome. Mystery answer. Number three. <laughs> uh, Maya. Maya, because I've not used Blender really that much, to be fair. Mm. Uh, PC or Mac? PC. PC. Good man. Uh, best working lunch? Ooh. Best working lunch? A pint of Guinness. And another what, pint what do you need? It's a pint, it's a pint of pint. Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> it has everything in it. It's a liquid lunch. <laughs> It is actually, yeah. <laughs> that was that was Matt, myself, and um, Adrian Smith at the uh, first Games Ed conference, wasn't it? Yeah. Was our working lunch. <laughs> working lunch. Pint of Guinness. Where are you? I'm outside the pub, Matt. Where are you? Inside the <laughs> I'm pub. I'm inside the pub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, tea or coffee? Coffee. Yeah, coffee. Custard creams or bourbons? Bourbon. All the way. Thank you for playing the quick fire round, Matt. That was awesome. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you very much. Awesome. (laughs) Yes. No, seriously, that was really good. That that was. It's really good to have another educational viewpoint than just John's, to be honest with you. So that was. I know he gets bored of my viewpoint. No, no, no. no, no. Not bored. To be honest, he, he does he does feel he does feel me a little bit. To be fair, uh, what I'm going to say now, Matt doesn't realise he's got a reflective surface behind him on the uh, video. I know we're he hasn't, watching, has he? But we we're watching the YouTube watching. videos that he's watching whilst doing the interview. Actually, what it is is it, it's uh, the resolve Wimpy. clip. It's the resolve. Oh, is it? Clip. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I've just I've just googled. Uh, resolve and he, he brought up the DaVinci Resolve 17 I mean, and it's just showing so I'm just going to point real. out to Matt's, yeah. to Matt's students that is the correct answer when challenged about your YouTube obviously uh, I also I though. also uh, googled FSPY as well so you know I put them yeah. up on my tab so the stuff that you were actually saying I was putting up there you know I went, I can, went I, can, awesome, I just, can I just say Matt just for future reference you might notice that neither of us have uh, mirrors behind us <laughs> <laughs> To be honest with you, if, it, if I've been using Affinity, um, I use I use a, a, a piece Ooh, of free software called yeah I use a piece of free software yeah. called Critter for most of my artwork. 
yeah, um, yeah, and I use it, and I love Critter. It's fantastic. The, making the brushes in it is a little bit more difficult than they are making them in Photoshop, about, but fundamentally about, they're better. What about Gimp? Gimp? Yeah. Nah. I, 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 you see, I offer... I, I, I offer different options for the students. Uh, Critter's one of them. Gimp, because that's obviously just funny, right? You know, It's, du- it's dumb. It's the General dumb. Image Manipulation Program, a.k.a. Yeah. Gimp. Gimp. Guess which they came up with first. And have, you, have you used Photopea? No. Photopea is Photoshop, but in a browser. So Google. not by them. Not by them. Google it. It looks exactly like Photoshop. So this was one of my saving grace over our, our, over the, the, the COVID because it took Adobe a while before they, you know, reached into their deep, dark souls to give stuff away for free. Um, <laughs> photo, photo oh, my God. Have you seen it? You literally, I've got literally it open is. now. Yeah, so I, don't, I tell my students, yeah, we're not using Photoshop, we're using Photopea. If you want to use Photoshop, use Photopea. It's exactly the same. There's a couple of things it's, that you need to change, but that's that's what we do. And and, it's and practically the same. We talked a little bit about sort of free software, and my mm. my thing was with it is we try to go as much as we can to make it as free as possible. And mm. I know Blender's mm. in there, and I do get that. So it's not a dismissive yeah, yeah. to that. Um, and, um, and 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 the only thing that isn't that isn't free that we use is ZBrush, and I think that there's. They've got a ZBrush Core Mini out, which is which is free if you want to use it and stuff. But it's not the same. Eventually, that will become free. Um, what was that I, thing I, that, I believe that, that. The, the guy, the, the, they bought uh, Pixelogic actually bought the guy and his software. They did, yeah. They, Sculptress. Yes, what, Sculptress. Sculptress. That's it. Yes. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, I the guy who taught me. ZBrush is a, is a ZBrush evangelist and he, he, he's been using ZBrush for since day dot since day one since the early yeah. development stages and all of that has a story attached to it um, which yeah. he's told me before now why why that came about and everything um and and, and you and, and, and this because uh, we because we're bringing up ZBrush and I know we're to the end now and, and whatnot but uh, one of the projects that you said that you were really that that I was really happy with that we did. Mm. Not just the uh, 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 game jams, but I also we used to run. We haven't done it this year or last year because of COVID, but we run our life drawing through um, through ZBrush. Oh hell, really? Yeah, and that is like, I believe right that I'm the first to do that. I think right. you probably are. And the I, fact that you're doing life drawing, first of all, can I just do this? Yeah. yeah. Because it's one of the most important things for anyone who does anything with characters. Well, I need to, to know how to draw. Yeah. But they get some out of it as well. I do tell my students mm. I'm extremely selfish. A lot of what we do is for my own amusement. It just benefits you a lot more. Um, it's true. So, yeah, so yeah we, we, we have a life model that comes in and, and we, we have it for a, a few oh. weeks and she'll come in once a week and we do... Uh, I teach them ZBrush through live drawing so they get to look at pose and posture and stuff like that and perspective I, I mean one of the things that I might not have come across in, in, in the discussion is like I've now over that period of time I've built up a massive network and a huge contact list now and I, I have met a great deal of people in the industry and a lot of those people have helped me a massive amount to do get my course to where it is it, it, you know, we talk about the fact that, you know, it, it, it um, the links between industry and FE, but 
that was recognised very early on, and I, I worked very hard to 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 change that. But it, you know, my 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 network is is a lot bigger now, and people in the industry have been a lot more helpful and a lot and, and helped me a, a great deal, and I'm I'm forever grateful for that because without that, I wouldn't have been able to do half of what I've done, as well as pe- people in other areas. One of the things, and hopefully there are going to be some lecturers out there, because we're going to share this in the um, in the game net, gamers network for um, grads in games. Oh, that, cool! Uh, Excellent. The academic network. Yes, uh, yes, I any, knew that. I knew that. Any of you guys that are out there who are looking to enhance your course, and, and you know, I I've I've known um, I've known Matt now for probably three three years, four years, Matt. Yeah, about I've, four I've years. I've, I've tried to poach him four times. <laughs> To come to work for me because he is that good and he's not he's it's not this it's not because he's good at using zbrush or because he can he can do things that i can't do it's because he's very similar to me in the sense that he he he's not shy going forward he gets out there he presses the flesh he makes the connections he does what we are supposed to be teaching the young people to do he he becomes the social butterfly and that's the great thing about what what he's what he's done, and his course and the reason that he was, you know, the F, I think the FE uh, College of the Year for gaming is because he's done it. He's done it all as it should be done. He's grafted it out. And if you want to be a successful games course, or a VFX course, or an animation course, start doing that yourselves. Start grafting. Thanks, John. That's uh, that, that's kind. That, that's really kind of you. I mean, you know, it it, it is hard and it is tough, but. It's people and networks that help, and we're out there to help, help each other. So you know, I'm always willing to come out and help each other. It's like you know, you invited me up to Doncaster, and uh, we had a, a chat up there, and you've you've helped me out a, a number of times and advised me. So it's it, it's all about that. That's how we 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 succeed. That's how we make things better. It's it's a community, and games has got a massive community. Visual effects has got a massive community. Digital arts. Digital creative has got a massive community, and by using DCC, it, yeah, by mm. using it is it that's that's how you you get on, um, and you've got to do that. One, one, one of the one of the things that I, when I first started teaching, one of the things I once said because uh, uh, some of the students said, "Come on, show us sir, what you what have you made and everything." Else. And obviously, I've got I've got published titles. It's nice to have that sort of stuff under your belt. But one of the things I said, it's not about what I can do; it's about you standing on my shoulders and reaching further than I ever could get. And that's what you know. Standing on the shoulders of giants is a, is a saying that I love, absolutely love, because we do as lecturers, we have the we have the ability to stand on some seriously big shoulders when the industry comes in and helps us. But we're the ones that will keep those students balanced all the way to the end. It's all right sticking them up there and letting them wobble about, but we're the ones that are going to really make a difference in their in their lives by encouraging them, by building resilience, and by just guiding them to that point where they want to get to. I've got a bit emotional and soppy now. I think I think you have slightly. I thought we were trying to wind it up. I I, I thought we were, you know. I was going to yeah. pack another beer now. I'm, say, I'm, I'm about to I'm about to cry. I think uh, it's time to stop. I'm a big bitch log. I, I can't cope anymore. Thank you very much for listening. Oh. Do you know what? I my target You'd like to join the- crew please drop us a line at grafterspodcast.com my my, yeah. my aim this evening was to basically make this a really difficult job for uh, john to edit i think, <laughs> Stitch I, think, together. I, think 
I think this is going to be, this is John's first and he's going to have a joy because I've been recording for one hour and 33 minutes. Yeah, I am. So, yeah, so, so this is going to be, this is going to be a, a fun one for you, John. Best of luck. And uh, I expect to be probably doing it afterwards. No, I joke. No, I won't. Well, my, de- my degree's due in on Tuesday, so I'm just ah, giving you a heads mind. up, guys. Uh, but no, thank you. Thank you for having me. Right. And on, and on that note, we shall say and do the depart. Yes, we shall. Goodbye, Gary. Good good night, John. Good night, Matt. Good night, John. Good night from good night, you Gary. too. Good night. Good night. Good night, Matt. Good night. Good night, John. Good night, Gary. Good night, everybody. Thanks and thanks for coming back and listening to us on subscribing. Goodbye. This work is licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Sharealike 4.0 International License. Any opinions stated during the course of this podcast belong purely to myself and to John and are based at the time that we record this. The theme music is My Everything by DJ Quads. If you like that, and I'm sure you probably did, there is a lot more of his great stuff which you can find at soundcloud.com forward slash DJ Quads or his music is also promoted by www.free-stock-music.com.